speak truth to life. Tell your story. Tell your soul. Tell your truth. It's all about you. Speak truth to life. With your host, Pam Osby, here on this platform, we talk about a lot of things. But first of all, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for coming back to Speak Truth to Life with your host, Pam Osby. I'm a podcaster. We comment about various topics on here, talking about society and culture, trending topics, important topics, or topics of interest. So today, this it's not personal, but it will or might impact me. So I thought this was interesting because for years and years, cash bail in Illinois was something that allowed uh, criminals to uh, be dealt with in a certain way. And they would not, you know, they would have to, this whole system of, of cash bail is no longer going to be in Illinois after um, January, on January 1st, 2023. Um, it could be a, a large wave of crime. We don't know how this is going to affect us all. But apparently, the 2021 Safety Act goes into effect on January 1st, 2023. This is the result of the cash bail system. And, you know, Chicago is already uh, one of America's most violent cities at this moment. I hate to say that. I was born and raised in Chicago. I can't stand what I see on a daily basis. And, you know, all I know is that this act is really going to impact a lot of people, right? Um, No. It is going to impact individuals that get out. Um, maybe they're violent offenders. Um, and it seems like this safety act has to be worked on because even in Orlando, Orland Park, Illinois, it's a village outside of Chicago. They adopted a resolution this month demanding the state legislature's work to fix the problems in the Safety Act because, quote, unreasonably limiting police officers' discretion to make arrests, imposing unreasonable police certification and decertification standards, and violating victims' rights outside, uh, as outlined in Illinois law, is not good. Now, the current Governor J.B. Pritzker, he's running for re-election November. The Republicans, of course, feel like this one-term governor is soft on crime. And they are trying to say that everything is going to be crazy. And (laughs) I don't know. I've gotten multiple emails from people telling me to be safe because they feel like, you know, a lot of people will get hurt um, in, in, with this act. And, you know, it's a lot for people to be hating this safety act because from what I glanced at, it is 
not the best situation at reforming the Illinois cash bail system. Uh, a lot of attorneys and sheriffs are sounding the alarm. And also, this is the biggest problem. Judges will have discretion in certain cases, like armed robbery, you know, or, you know, other offenses, sex, second degree murder, kidnapping, hate crimes, aggravated batteries, robberies. Judges will not have discretion unless a person is a willful risk of imminent flight. So they can be releasing people pre-trial is what I've been heard. I am not a legal person. I'm not an attorney or anything like that. All I know is that people are concerned about an increase in violent crime. There's still a little bit of time to kind of fix this and make it a little bit tighter. Um, they don't want people to get hurt, pretty much is what I'm hearing. So I'm not going to worry about too much, but I will be concerned for my family members that actually have to be in Chicago. And, and just because it's in Chicago, it could hit different communities, my community, my mother's community, my other family members' communities. So basically, you know, I'm not sure how this criminal reform bill is going to endanger lives. But like I said, it's so many people that have contacted me and saying, you know, please be careful <laughs> when you travel, which I do. I mean, and as it is, I have limited a lot of the things that I used to do in, you know, in my city that I was born and raised in. Um, I have to be careful when I go into certain areas of Chicago. I, I can't be out here walking around and not being observant of the situation, who's around me, making sure I don't have certain things out. I mean, it's, it's like when I lived on the East Coast, like I literally tried my best to be as, you know, observant as possible, make sure I don't make myself a victim, but you can't stop somebody from having some kind of medical crisis and they look at you and maybe they hear voices some of these people need help. Um, but I don't know if I like this act. I don't know how, who it protects. It, is it just, you know, something that they threw together to say, we solved this cash bail system. So we don't hold these people in jail. And then leaving the discretion to the judges is a huge red flag for me. Because if these judges are going to use this as a political stunt and they'll just let these people out and be like, oh, you know, they didn't have no reason for us to keep them, da da da. Leaving judges with the ultimate decision whether to, you know, put this person in jail or not is, I don't know about that, y'all. I don't know how this is going to really, you know, affect me and the people that I love, but it will affect the city of Chicago. City of Chicago already has. Cute, I mean, large crime statistics, okay? When I moved out of Chicago to go to the East Coast, um, and that was like over 13 years ago, um, when I was teaching on the South Side, it was really bad. It was really bad. The schools that I taught at, great kids, great communities, but some people in the community were doing crimes. And so my schools either got shut down. We had to know how to deal with crisis. I was I already know 
already knew how to deal with like a crisis in a school environment from my days as a teaching artist. And I didn't know how important that was going to be until 10 years later, you know, with people coming into schools with guns and things of that nature. They were teaching us that stuff back in the early 2000s. I was teaching poetry from 2001 to 2009. And so in 2001, I started learning techniques on where to put the kids at, where to put myself at, how to close the door, how to secure the room. I had to learn that as a part of just being a guest lecturer in teaching poetry. <laughs> you know, it was very stressful. I can't imagine what the teachers got to deal with now. And then on top of that, you know, just walking around and trying to enjoy yourself in a city. You know, I've had several friends coming in and out of Chicago with no issues. Um, but if you look at uh, at the news, you'll see that people are getting, have incidents on the trains and and crime is rampant in certain areas. You even have police officers being attacked in Chicago in different ways. Um, the bottom line is it's not going to enhance what's going on in the city of Chicago. And in the state of Illinois, you got very conservative judges who will probably just say, oh, I'm, I'm just going to release this person. They, 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 on paper, it looks like they won't do no harm. I'm going to release this person to their community or whatever. <clears throat> I don't know so much about this. I'm wondering if they're going to release these people back into the community. Does the community get a notice if it's, I mean, your neighbor could be somebody that got released and you know for second degree murder or something and you don't know. Wow, it's gonna be real interesting to see how this goes. I mean, I am gonna have to walk around and be more observant and also, you know, do what I need to do to protect myself, whatever that is. I'll, I'll figure it out as I go. Um, I'm not rushing to judgment that I do think that they, they are really creating like a lot of havoc for people that's already afraid. There's a lot of people that won't even come outside, you know, but you got people like, you know, you got like DoorDash and all these like delivery services that might be dropping stuff off at people's house, they might get robbed. I know that some cab drivers have had incidents and been either murdered or hurt in, in them even trying to do their daily work. So it really depends on your community. How many people are coming back into your community with all these things? I live in a community where they will report to us what's going on. And I'm very grateful. If I was in the city of Chicago, I wouldn't know anything. Because you hear about it after the fact. <laughs> but it's very interesting, the Safety Act. Uh, I'm just going to try to do some more research on it. I'll let you know when January comes what happens. Um, but I'm far outside of the Chicago land area. I don't live in Chicago anymore. One of the major decisions and heartbreaks of me is not going back to live in the city of Chicago. I used to love living in the city. I lived by the lake and love, love, love being by the water and the beach. I always lived by the beach. And, you know, I mean, I live in a pretty nice community. I, you know, don't have any problem where I'm at, but I miss those good old golden days. And my rent was so much lower in Chicago. And it is, but it's because you are in not the best communities. And even... What I noticed when I moved back home, 
uh, it's not a year, maybe about 10 months ago, is the fact that you have individuals even in what you call safe neighborhoods getting robbed and having cars taken. Um, in broad daylight, they're doing something. These criminals are brazen. You know, the current criminals with the criminals that may be getting out is of concern to a lot of people. So I think that we, the people, we need to pressure the state legislators, lawmakers, fill their cup with their voicemails, with concerns, and press them to make some changes to this before it takes effect. Otherwise, we're all going to be dealing with it. And just because you don't live in the city of Chicago, if you live in a suburb near Chicago or even a suburb an hour outside of Chicago, these people are being released all around the state, not just Chicago. So while people want to focus on Chicago being the thing, you have a lot between Chicago and Springfield and further than that. This is a huge state. You know, if you live in a small location, a rural part of Illinois, and you have somebody getting out and coming back to your little community where it's like hmm, maybe a thousand and something happens in your community, it can affect your whole community. Just something to think on. So we will see how this goes. Like I said, people have, have sent me so many emails and I said, I'm not a person who rushed to judgment, but I'm going to keep my eyes open and I'm going to educate myself on the Safety Act. I'm also going to send my concerns to my lawmaker where I live. Okay. We're not playing. You know, a lot of us want to complain about stuff, but we won't call the lawmakers. You won't press them. You won't send a letter. Do your due diligence as a concerned citizen. You can't just complain about stuff and don't put no action behind that because, you know, maybe you and more of people in your own community that have the same concerns can get these lawmakers to make a change or press for some better solutions. That's all I got for you guys today. Take care. Stay safe. Enjoy the fall because here we are. We are in fall. I'll talk to you guys soon.